Welcome back to episode 101 of Country and Cold Cans. I am Logan sitting here with Trucker, Andy, and Kyle. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Stitcher. And click the description of this podcast where it says click here to leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got any questions, any anything you just want to say to us, we'll play it on the show. We'll respond here uh, within the next week or two. Check out the website countryandcoldcans.com for blog content and uh, our shop we have brand new t-shirts and hats that are available. Um, and you know what? That's countryandcoldcans.com slash shop. All right, fellas, Andy, big news, big news. I know that uh, you kind of made kind of made some moves over the weekend. Trucker Andy. If you say so. Well, power moves. You, you made some power moves. And you didn't just like, you didn't just go into it and be like halfway limp dick. You went full no, on. Would- Full erect. You know, on yeah, the full table. On, full on the table. Look at me, motherfucker. That's what you basically did. If you say so. Biggest dick in the room energy. <laughs> well, do you want me Thank to tell you, the Kyle. story? Or do you want to just tell people at first what you bought and then I tell the story? I mean, I'm yeah, not gonna lie. I was tell. I was jealous. Well, I kind of asshole to tell people what you did. Well, I mean, I, I, you didn't just bring it up. I brought it up. But all I know is Andy nearby gave me a heart attack on Saturday. So a little background for, for the trucker Andy, for those that don't know him personally. He, uh, since I've known him, which has been since we were five years old, has either driven a 1990 F-150, a 2001 F-150, or a 2003 Dodge Dakota. He has been the most anti-new vehicle man I have ever met in my life. Anytime that me or any of our friends have ever tried to be like, you know what, Andy, you should get you another vehicle. You know, you're being a, you're a successful truck driver now. Andy's like, nope, 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 not going to do it. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. He goes, well, basically, it's dumb for me to do that because I'm on the road most of the time. And, you know, why would I want to have payments on something? I don't need something new. It'd be just a waste of money. They're like, all right, Andy. A couple years later, we try the same thing. We get the same speech, right? So Andy calls me. And keep in mind a little caveat with this story because this is it was the double whammy that got me. I couldn't process all of this all at once. I was my mind was kind of blown. Andy has been strictly no alcohol, sober, two straight years, straight edge, like CM Punk back in the day. Andy, no beer. No beer Andy is what he became. Andy calls me. We were at a buddy of ours uh birthday uh, celebration at a brewery in Wendale. Andy calls me and says, Hey, where are you doing? I said, Well, I'm at Beer to Be the brewery and he goes all right i'm about an hour out i'll be there i said all right hell yeah cool well andy shows up about an hour later walking in with a grin on his face from ear to ear like he has seen his first pair of boobies and i'm sitting there and like what is he smiling about i don't know well andy comes up to me and says well i did it i said what'd you do andy's like i bought a <laughs> a new truck and i'm thinking oh maybe he went from a 2003 to a 2010 because that would be a very you know in line with andy historically that would be a very in line andy move I, he goes no tell him what you bought andy uh 2020 chevy what kind of chevy 2500 hell yeah he did it is andy- a silverado i didn't know it was a silverado until today it, it's rode on it <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's Silverado yeah. 1500, Silverado 2500. 
know these things. Andy comes rolling up the, in there in a 2020 Stop. Silverado 2500. Thing is badass, man. Like, it is sick. Like, probably was the coolest vehicle parked on the street in the whole town of Wendell uh, right then. And I was just blown away. That was one thing, because that's just out of character, right? Then he goes, I'll be back in a minute. Now he walks up. I'm thinking he's going up to the bar to order a, a nice sodi. But instead, he comes back with a, a 16 ouncer of a West Coast IPA called the Tropical Coastline. Now, drinking else. It. The other one wasn't as good. But he starts drinking it. And so my brain is just going Fried. a mile a minute right now. Just like, what happened in the last two weeks? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Like, he just like, he hadn't said anything about going back to drinking. He hadn't said anything about going to go get a new vehicle, but by golly, Andy, <laughs> you blew my mind on Saturday. I was like, all right, maybe he's back. I don't know. And gets everybody with the truck. It's only one package above the work truck. But it doesn't look like a work truck. I got to make it. I'm trying to downgrade it. I have to make one statement. But I'm getting annoyed with Andy's humble brags. I know he is. It's, 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 it's slightly annoying. It isn't that nice. <laughs> yes, it is, Andy. A- Shut it's up, a good Andy. look. It's a work truck that looks good. Chevy did something right. Never had a Chevy. Well, that's what we all are. We're work trucks that look good. Yeah, but you don't have like the shitty steel rims. You don't have yes. like the the uh, like extended cab. You've got a crew cab, twenty five hundred with decent right. rims. That's right. And the thing looks sharp as a damn knife. Like it does look I, really good. It looks I'm really not, good. I'm not going. Looks really good. Yeah, now, it's fresh, bro. It's fresh the, to death. The biggest thing is. You were in for probably like a just ridiculously big upgrade technology wise in the vehicle. I'm sure it's got air condition. <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't had, I haven't had AC or heat for a couple of years, which is blows my mind. But now, how does uh, it feel being work. a newer vehicle? He's got power windows. <laughs> uh, I had power windows before, just it only worked on the driver's side door. Nobody uh. else could roll their windows down. That's a bitch with no AC or heat. Uh, it's got a button. Tailgate goes down by itself, and that's pretty trick. I don't know if I it's like got, that. I, like I don't that. know. It's kind yeah, of trick. Don't it don't go up by itself. Apparently, the fancier ones, it goes up by itself, too. Oh, that's too much. Yeah, it's too much. It's got lights on it. I, that's fancy. Like, well, you don't, like you don't have to use like headlights. Well, he, he's got like automatic lights. He doesn't have to use a pair of pliers to turn oh, no, it on like, anymore. It's got like lights on the mirrors that like point back when you're backing up. Oh, so you yeah. see uh, and forward. Does it have that's your fancy. automatic uh, high beams and low beams? That's the greatest feature ever. I don't think so. I don't like that stuff. It gets on my nerves. My parents' car has it. It gets on my nerves. Bailey's Honda has it. I, I don't ever have to worry about being an asshole and forgetting the high beams are on. It's I don't the greatest thing in the world. I don't believe in high beams. It's an interesting take, but okay. It's a scam. They're much what? brighter. They are much brighter, especially when you're going down. there's nobody off. around you, and they're going down a country road. I, I've got, I've been done with them since they took the button off the floor. You got cruise control. Convenient. Yeah, I had that before. Oh, uh, you got well, that adaptive sure. cruise control where it like oh, breaks for you. And no, shit? I don't think so. I don't think oh, I got that's that. that's dope, bro. That's cool. Remember. I've got one on my Camry. Yeah, you don't have to worry about running into nobody. It breaks for you. You can pretty much just sit there and not even hold the wheel. Steve, the nice thing is, though, <laughs> this sounds bad. If I hit somebody, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's plenty of truck. <laughs> yeah. 
As I, I, I uh, the first one I got it, this hyped me up on the way home to buy it too. So I played Rednecker by Hardy several times. Was that, that the first? Me... Was that the first song you played? Absolutely. Well, that's very fitting for that truck, yeah. <laughs> the first thing I was going to tell Logan is my, my town's smaller than your town. But when we were leaving that brewery, a guy in a, a Colorado, we both pulled up and stopped sign about the same time. And he stopped first. He waved me through and like, that's right. <laughs> You got the uh, the big seven point three in there, or is it the other one, six point seven or whatever? It's got a motor. A motor. It's got a V eight. I don't know. It's Ooh. definitely got a V eight if it's twenty five hundred. It's got a V eight. It's all tape. It's quick. You should come home and just flex in the Sonic parking lot. How many I'm chicks good. are going to be into you? I'm good. <laughs> Uh, I am I I am not that big of white trash. <laughs> well, I, we're all like two degrees. It's like, what is it? Something. See, Andy, Andy, we're, we're all far. we're all we're like two tropical far. coastline IPAs from devolving back into redneck white trash. <laughs> I, this right. the way I described it the other day. This may make you more white trash, but when you say this, I'm like <clears throat> I'm like a piece of white trash. But a nice piece of trash, kind of piece of trash you see on the curb. And you wonder why somebody threw it away, and you pick it up and take it home with you and keep it. <laughs> well, you also have uh, you you got Apple CarPlay now. Yep, that's that shit's nice. That's life changing. Nice. The backup got, camera, uh, the screen. I got Bluetooth. I haven't had Bluetooth, so that, that's that's nice. <laughs> Apple I was Car- cool. With, I was yeah. cool with Bluetooth. <laughs> Apple CarPlay is like one of the greatest things ever. The first time I experienced it was in my work truck. And I was like, this is, this is fantastic. <laughs> you know, you the, get the uh, GPS. GPS the, that's the nice part. Yeah, yeah with is. that screen. I, Hell yeah. I use GPS in town. I don't even need it. I just used it just because I can. There you go. Humble bragging again. Look at you. <laughs> you know, the uh, one thing you ought to uh, look into getting it's better if you have people riding with you than it is. if It's a little dangerous if it's just you. But I saw that I keep getting this ad for this thing called the Magic Box, where you connect it to your um, Ooh, vehicle. <laughs> well, you can connect it to your vehicle <laughs> for Apple CarPlay, and it connects to your phone, and then you can it turn it converts your screen into a TV screen. You can will put like say if you're watching oh, yeah, the yeah. Rogan part, podcast, or you want to put the you're driving on the way somewhere and like NC State's playing or something. Mm-hmm. You could put it up on the screen to watch the game at stoplights. It looks pretty cool when it's, it works with almost every vehicle, allegedly. The I nicest wonder, thing, yeah, I think, ahead. for the for the passengers, which I've learned this from riding in the backseat of Logan, this has rear vents. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah, that's, that kid, clutch. That, that's clutch. That's been a That's been a hell trip. Hung over North the Carolina back summers, from the beach. Yeah. Hung North over Carolina in the back summer. seat with no AC. <laughs> now, oh, Logan, God. I've always I've always wondered how those work because Apple and Android never admit it, but when you hook to CarPlay, it drastically throttles your connection. Are you sure? Have, yes. So works pretty much. Mine the same. works pretty good. Try to stream a live video. Well, I do all the time, but I just can't watch it. I have to listen to it when, like, I'm on the way to go watch a state game or something. Yeah, it, live it, depends on where you're at, too. I've learned that. Yeah. I've noticed that if I, so I have a work phone, if I pull up Hulu on my work phone, and then my personal phone that's hooked to Apple CarPlay, the one that's hooked to Apple CarPlay just stands no chance. 
I don't know if, if it's an Apple CarPlay thing, but it the phone there, you know, side by side, but it will throttle the hell out of the one connected to Apple CarPlay. I always wonder if that's if you're that's the IT nerd, so I guess you're right. I mean, it makes sense for them to do that because they don't want you to watch live TV while you're riding down the road. Yeah, that's but, true. But general music, it doesn't do anything. Now, with um, I will say, Andy, if you you'll notice it now that you got both listening to music on Bluetooth versus listening to a connected Apple CarPlay, it's much crisper and cleaner sounding through CarPlay than it is through Bluetooth. Yep. I haven't noticed the difference. Keep oh, it, yeah. Pay attention to it. You'll notice it. The other thing you need to do, Andy, is go in your truck's audio settings and hit prioritize driver. It's life changing. So what it does. What does do? So <clears throat> you know how you can have your equalizer and you can do your fade back front, blah blah yeah. blah. It a lot of new vehicles have a setting where it it's already pre-calibrated to where all the speakers are actually fine-tuned to have the best audio quality on you as the driver. Now, if you're a passenger, it sounds like shit. But if you're just riding by yourself a lot, it's so much better. I am coming from an FM transmitter, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love my... I love my... um, It gives me the option to prioritize driver. It's fantastic. And I remember when we first got our FM transmitters in college, we thought we were some big shit. I know because we could ride. We were ride, for some reason we were driving separate to Hooters and listening to each other's <laughs> FM transmitters. Yeah. It kept like going to the other like, other person's car. Uh, I remember back when in I, the day. I was hyped as hell when I, we we both learned. Well, we all learned what a, a five millimeter jack was, and we were like, "Oh, we can do aux cables." Yeah. yeah, that was a gr- oh, it was fantastic. So. It was a game changer because yeah. I, I came from the uh, in high school where I had a 1990 F1. Andy and I both drove early 90s F150s, mm-hmm. and mine I, so I had a cassette player. I didn't even have a CD player. Yep, and I had one of those uh, cassettes with the cord on it that you get at mm-hmm. Walmart. Mm-hmm. Plug that it in, better. and then plug that in. It, it that was better than the FM transmitter, right? Oh like, yeah, for, for oh, sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, and even in my 2001 expedition I had in college. I still would use that more than the transmitter because mm-hmm. it still had a cassette player, and that was just it. It didn't mess up. It was it more didn't reliable. Get yeah. yeah, it was way more reliable. Yeah, my my uh, two thousand and one Jetta that I got when I first got my license had a cassette player, and man, that was the move there, buddy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I mean it, it was it was it was foolproof. It didn't mess up because the thing about those FN transmitters, every time you put up to a stoplight, it was all static. Oh yeah, I don't know what it is about a stoplight, but nope. And these youngins today will never know. Playing their Imagine Dragons, going their Apple CarPlay. I mean, they basically have computers in their pocket. I used to have an iPod connected to my F one fifty. I didn't have a smartphone until I was twenty. I was like nineteen. Yeah. So, yeah, and now yeah. they're like, now they're like twelve getting them. I know, right? I didn't have a phone when I was twelve. No, I, this is where the Zoomers are like, okay, boomer. Yeah, yeah, yep. We're old, man. Mm-hmm. On the losing side of twenty-five. So I was watching this podcast the other day. 
Um, I, I only see clips of it because God knows they're like four or five hours long, so it's too much to sit through the whole thing. But it's a po- podcast called the Whatever Podcast. Oh, that shit's cringe, bro. Dude, yeah, it has like this it's guy cringe. named Brian Atlas, I think is his name. He has like all the a, a panel of it's like they talk about like dating stuff, but then it div- diverges into like culture stuff. And he has like this panel of like girls that are Gen Zers on there. And yes. the, the slang they use, I have a hard time understanding what they're talking about. Yes. Um, I have so many questions on that podcast. One, let's face it, a lot of those girls are really young, but those are really attractive women. Oh, of course. And I'm just like, it's a video. You're just, um, you're just some random ass dude. dude. Like, how did you convince them to come on your show? He has 4 million subscribers. Oh, okay. That's how he convinced um, them. <laughs> and the other thing very, is, like, very popular show. All the clips I see, he's very confrontational towards them. Sometimes, uh, some maybe of the clips, the clips I, I see. Now, sometimes, like when he has like other, most of the clips I've seen that have been confrontational have been between like one of the female panelists and then one of the the male people that are also a guest on the other side of the table. Mm, That's kind of okay. where I've seen it get confrontational. But I'm not gonna lie, like the the it's almost like the same um, entertainment value as um, like Jerry Springer, where yes. you you yeah. want them to get into it and it's entertaining to watch other people fight. So like those are the clips that go viral. That I discovered it from like Instagram reels. Yeah, and I then too. I just started watching like clips of it on YouTube, and it's kind of funny. But they're not like two intellectual no titans like going at each other. <laughs> there was this one girl that said the word like forty eight oh, yeah. times in, in felt, a sentence. I actually I saw that, and I actually felt kind of kind of sorry for her because I mean, one, she's on a massive podcast, and she's going to yeah, get of course tore up for that. But she, you know, yeah, I mean, she was just talking like she probably not, does when she's hanging out with her girls, right? And they all yeah, understand each kinda, other. But then, like old bad. people like us are just sitting there. We're just like, "What is this girl saying?" <laughs> and then the internet, you know, they they are just they're ruthless. Savage. They're savage, yeah, yeah. But uh, I found it, I found it interesting because I had not known what it was until the last two weeks. And but you you know how YouTube works. You watch one video and then suddenly you mm-hmm. get more YouTube videos for it, and you keep watching it and you keep laughing. And mm-hmm. they, the algorithm gets you. We talk about that all the time. The algorithm gets you. Google's got you. Uh huh. But I've never heard before, of this. Before we check it out, Andy, I think you actually would appreciate it. Uh, but before we get into the main topic today, we're going to be talking about the new um, volume one EP, is what they're calling it. But it's it's almost what we would classify as an album here on Country Coke Hands by Them Dirty Roses. Uh, but before we get into that, I do want to play a quick little game with you guys because, you know, we we like to bitch about inflation, how much cost of goods and services have gone up significantly last couple of years, because God knows I feel like that I'm spending so much money on everything. I went to Walgreens yesterday and we're going to play a little game called How Much Did It Cost? So I went to Walgreens yesterday. I had to pick up a few household items. I'm going to read off to you what I bought and I want you two to guess how much was the final bill. So I bought shampoo, conditioner. Beard oil, two packs of flushable wipes, two sodas, and a can of Velo. What size soda? And a, and a tube of toothpaste. Sixteen ounces. Oh. And a oh, tube kind of, of toothpaste. toothpaste. Cr- uh, Crest or Colgate, one of the two. Was it the big one or the medium size one? Just the regular size. Mm. I got the dual pack because it was like two dollars more than the regular. What's Zello? Velo. It's like Zip. yeah, whatever. It's like okay. nicotine. That was three dollars and sixty three cents. Okay, that, was, so that, that one yeah. I don't. I don't know that one. 
Mm, uh, that's, that's so I, I feel like your Walgreens is going to cost exponentially more. Uh, Walgreens no, yeah, ain't cheap. It, it depends on where you go. I've seen very uh, variance in price with that stuff, but I, I'll, I'll repeat it again just so you, uh, you and the listener can definitely uh, get a good grasp on everything. Like I said, everyday items, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Got a shampoo, conditioner, beard oil, two packs of flushable wipes, a can of Velo, two 16-ounce sodas, and a dual pack of Colgate or Crest toothpaste, one of the two. Mm, I'm going to say $64. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty pretty close to what I was going to guess. I'm going to move to my other guess. I'm going to go with 76 and I think beard oil is a waste of money. It's it's it is not a waste of money if your beard is is, is grows thicker, Andy. Yours is not thick enough. For I, think oh, use, oh, I think you can use. I think you can use conditioner. If you, if you were to, well, it, it's actually a beard conditioner. I don't know why I said beard oil, but it's beard conditioner. I'd like some like your regular one. If that doesn't work as good. I've tried both. This like keeps it from flaking, um, whereas regular conditioner doesn't do as good. I can't use conditioner. My hair is extremely oily. If I yeah, put conditioner well, in my hair, it would I would look like I haven't <laughs> taken a bath in a week. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle said sixty four, Andy said seventy six. Yep. Well, I wish that either of you were correct. It was a hundred and nine dollars. What kind of shampoo off. are you buying? Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I buy I buy a female shampoo. Okay, you bought some Tresemme or some shit like that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I don't use that stuff that, like, in 10 years, you're going to be bald because it burns your hair follicles three in one crap. I'm already going bald. (laughs) Bro, what did you buy? I told you what I bought. I get that Garnier stuff, that green stuff. That's what I bought. Super cheap. That's what I bought. In the green bottle? Yeah, that's women's shampoo, by the way. That's not men's. I'm pretty sure it's for both. But uh, it's it's women's shampoo. Dog, you got ripped off. No, I, I paid the price that was listed on the uh, Walmart on all way the cheaper. products. Well, that's the thing, though. That's very. Steep. I didn't want to go to Walmart, so I went to Walgreens to pick up a few items. Hundred nine dollars later. That's I'm well, telling you, the inflation's a killer. That's the only thing I I don't buy. I don't remember. I don't remember. I can tell you toothpaste. I, now, I can, but see, on top of that, my my lunch today at the barbecue restaurant. I'm not going to say their name because I don't want to trash them because I love the restaurant. That's pretty expensive. Two years two years ago, it was twelve dollars. A Mark month ago, it was sixteen dollars. Sixteen dollars a month ago. 20. Today, it, it came in at twenty. That's how Mark quickly twenty. Like inflation's still a problem, and it's yes. constantly going up up on us month over month. So mm. what, this may my Walgreens. A run may have cost me $75 two months ago, but it doesn't now. I think mm. you got ripped off, too. No, I, I know. Get, apparently, like I get I, fancy Andy, stuff, I wasn't, too. I wasn't jockeying with the, the lady behind the cash <laughs> register being like, she's like, 120 I'm like, no, uh, 85 Like, no, it was just the price that was listed. She rang up the barcodes. I watched her do it. I, and it I'm came out saying, to 109 <laughs> I'm saying Walgreens is overpriced because I think I could have got the same thing way cheaper at Walmart. I get fancy toothpaste. No, it would have been cheaper at Walmart, yes. You, you're paying a little bit higher at Walgreens. But you're paying a little bit higher at Walgreens because you don't have to go to Walmart. I'm going to sound uber, uber, uber privileged here. I've never paid for toothpaste. 
Wow. Well, you just not brush your teeth? No, my mom's a hygienist and she just gives me toothpaste. Oh. Never once paid for it. That's like our buddy Clint. He doesn't pay for shampoo because his um, yeah. yeah, his girlfriend's a stylist, so she gets like really nice shampoo for really cheap compared to what do they sell at retail? Us peasants. How do we get in? How do we get in on that deal? Uh, um, that, that she said that she said that she would um she would uh, get a bottle so I could try it because she was telling me Andy that the apparently you and I without knowing it we use the same shampoo like she said that stuff is is crappy and I'm like well it's better than what we used to use it's better than Dove <laughs> yeah, hey man I, Andy's like it's better than Dove. using body wash on your head <laughs> I use I, I can't use body wash because I have really greasy hair and if I don't use shampoo it looks like um you're not supposed I, to use body wash in your hair anyway. I know, I, I know. But my point is like I can't even cheat because it looks like I have a vat of used cooking oil on my head. Um <laughs> my I don't even buy shampoo anymore. I just started using Bailey's. Get, she gets so upset about it, she buys my shampoo now. Kyle just has everybody buying them things with all the I know. Who knows? Rich getting richer. <laughs> No, uh, really, hey, says hey. the man driving a twenty five hundred. Anyway, right, that's right. <laughs> that is going to be our subtle insult now for yeah. We see the, the, at least ten years, and I got to buy my own shampoo and toothpaste. <laughs> hey man, the shampoo in my defense, I shouldn't have to pay for the shampoo. I'm paying for the water for her to wash her ass. <laughs> the shampoo is just kind of <laughs> there. Well, some of us have to pay for water and shampoo, so. I, look, I, I mean, look, it was for a while there. It was the three in one stuff I would use. And then I ran that out. That stuff's terrible for you. Oh, well, I used it for a long time. And a bar of soap, small Irish uh, spring soap. <laughs> and uh, I was bumming her Tresemme shampoo. And then she was, got absurdly angry about that. She was like, that is really expensive shampoo. Blah blah blah. And, was, and you probably were just taking like, like a whole bunch pretty. of them, putting it in your hand. Yeah, not I was. Even, yeah, <laughs> I was just, using it very liberally. <laughs> yeah, and she, man. She was like, "Why is a shampoo bottle so light? It's not. I haven't used that much of it." And I was like, "She's oh, like, no, I just no, bought I just, it yesterday. <laughs> oh, no, I just washed my hair with it the other morning." And it was like, Kyle, oh, "Sorry, Santa, I do that." Kyle's got a Santa Claus beard. <laughs> I mean, you know, my hair was full of fluff and. Full bodied, you know. So I guess it was Kyle working. Does, Kyle just does a hair flip. Wasn't it worth it? <laughs> it was looking mighty thick up there. <laughs> yeah, well, but note to note to self when you, when you do get to that point, don't use women's shampoo. They get really territorial over that. I believe that. I believe that. But I now I basically I'm going to end it with this. I think I'm going to have to go back to fighting the Walmart crowds. Because hey, it's not much save better. that extra twenty five dollars, twenty bucks. Like, it's not much better. Uh, the little basket of food line. It, normally, when I used to go pick up a couple groceries for dinner for two or three nights, it might have been like thirty, forty bucks. If you throw some meat in there, maybe fifty. That same basket's over a hundred now. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I my groceries a few years ago it would cost me fifty to seventy dollars for a week's worth of groceries. Like yeah. if I go in there and get two and a half bags full now, it's a hundred bucks. It's right, just easy. things are out of control, man. Yeah. It's out of yeah. control. Yep. Don't but, you even dare look at the luxuries like steak and shrimp. Lord have mercy! I used to buy steak and eat it every week. I don't. <laughs> yeah, anymore. I did too. 
But it I changed. used to get a nice ribeye and cook it for myself, dude. I was living like a king for about a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, I was too. You know, you get old fat. I sometimes I might even splurge and go over to the uh, deli and be like, you know, what? cut me one about an inch thick. <laughs> right. I miss 2019. Is all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Now you're like, well, I can get that stew meat for about the same price. <laughs> yeah. I go to Costco and buy an 18 pack of Uncrustables for $13 just so I have some sandwiches in the house because that actually ended up being um, cheaper for lunch and I didn't have to make the sandwich myself. So it was I've like never once been to Costco. I'm a Costco member. Gold, mm. gold member. I'll show my card. I want to try the hot dog and pizza slice thing that that, that I see all about. Dude, the hot dog and a soda for a dollar fifty. That's yeah, absurd. I've gone to lunch at it's near my office. I've gone to Costco just to eat lunch before. I don't blame you. Shit, dollar fifty. Like it's a foot long. Well, it's not a foot long, but it's a big hot dog. Yeah, the, don't they do pizza like a <laughs> nice? Um, don't they do pizza the same way? Yeah, pizza's pretty cheap too. It's not as cheap as the hot dog, but. It's definitely if you want something that's like if you don't if you're not it's health edible. conscious it's edible. if you're not health conscious and you want a cheap lunch and you can get into a Costco eat the lunch there yeah okay. I'm really jealous of that never been though that concludes our our culture section here on Country and Cold Cans and now let's talk some music so there's a uh, a record that came out a few weeks ago that we had passed around within the group chat here on Country and Cold Cans that we all were a fan of we wanted to. <laughs> to talk about it here on the show uh, called Lost in the Valley of Hate and Love Volume 1 by Them Dirty Roses. We all had encountered Them Dirty Roses. I think, Andy, you were the one that sent us Cocaine and Whiskey, um, uh, the song, yeah, not, not, the, not the items. But when it when it came out or around the time it came out, you sent it to us because I do remember you playing it for us and everything. We all liked that song. This came out. And, you know, they're a band from Gadsden, Alabama. Um, front man is James Ford with his brother on the drums, Frank Ford, lead guitar, Andrew Davis, and bass player, Ben Crane. They're um, a four-piece uh, band. They don't do the, t- like, the normal twin lead guitars that you hear from a lot of, like, Southern rock and Southern rock-inspired bands. They Their sound on this album is very indicative of what their live sound is, is what I've, I've heard. I haven't seen them live, but it says it's pretty close to like what their live sound is. They're apparently a a very, very fantastic live band. So they're one on my list. I definitely want to see whenever they come near this direction in North Carolina, but a four piece unit that is really kind of in the vein of that modern kind of Southern rock sound is what I hear. Uh, When I, when I was listening to this kind of like, you know, about, a decade or so ago, you know, you have Blackberry Smoke and Whiskey Myers that are now like big bands. Um, the lead singer, James Ford's vocals, I hear kind of like that soulful Southern rock voice. It, it reminds me, it's not exactly, but it kind of gives me the same vibes as like what Cody Cannon's voice at Whiskey Myers sounds like uh, with the soulfulness and the, just that kind of like a rangy Southern rock sound that I tend to like really like. Um, this album was uh, one that I was a big fan of just because one, I do like Southern rock. I like Southern rock inspired music. This was kind of in that vein. Um, and I liked that there was a cohesiveness in the, in the, like the, the theme of the record, say for like the opening track, the opening track is kind of like the outlier on what the song's about, but the the record in general is very much about being a, a, a band that is always on the road, trying to make it while dealing with like temptations out there. Um, whether it's drugs, infidelity, or just like, you know, just the the rough life that it is being on the road, traveling, being a touring band all the time. 
Um, this was an album that really is up my alley. And I, I sent it to you guys. You guys remembered the song that Andy had played for us a while back. Um, so I, I'm curious to know what your thoughts are on the new release. And this is volume one. So there is a volume two that will be coming. Um, I'm look, very much looking forward to that. But what were y'all's thoughts on uh, Lost in the Valley of Hate and Love Volume One? I hear when you, because you said, uh, I think when you sent it to us, you said it sounded like, uh, da, 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 was it the Black Crows? Yeah, I said it, 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 you could tell they're, they were inspired by the Black Crows. Is, the Black I, Crows is my guess, is what I took yeah, from I, the first, I can first hear, listen. I can hear that. And um, to me, I, I don't, I don't, this may sound come off wrong, but it's not how I mean it. They sound like, the general sound of classic rock radio and in a good way. Like I, yeah, I yeah. like it. They, it very much feels like classic rock when they kind of have that sound, but it's, it, I get what you mean. It was like, not, I don't want to say it's like generic classic rock, but it gives that vibe. Uh, I didn't know they're from Alabama. That's when you said that, like where they're from gas in Alabama, I was like, Hey, you know, that kind of makes sense. Uh, yeah, I'm, I like this quite a bit. And the more I li- the more I've listened to it, the more I've liked it. When I first listened to it, I was kind of uh, like bookends, but now the that we've I've listened to it more than once. I the sound is probably my favorite thing so far, and and for the most part, lyrically, it's also down my alley. But the sound for it kind of really stands out to me. That that's that gotten me pretty hype on it so far. I would say. Um, I wouldn't quite call them classic rock. I think their sound is in that in-between period between hair metal and the 90s grunge era. They're, they got a little bit of hair metal flair, but they're not quite 80s rock either. What would that be? Like Guns N' Roses, maybe? Yeah. Um, they're not, they're not quite Aerosmith and... Boston and Poison's a little later. So you'd be, so you be saying like Guns N' Roses, Bon Jovi? Yeah. Uh, they're more like late 80s. But before the transition really happened in the 90s out of hair metal, it, um, that's kind of the more sound I have. From. They have some wicked guitar solos. Fantastic. Um, They do have they do have a lot of Southern rock flair to them, which is why they're, they're a conundrum because I don't really know how to classify them. They hit a bunch of different, they're like a melting pot of a bunch of various things thrown together. You can hear a little bit of Leonard Skinner, Southern rock, classic rock in it. You can hear a little bit of hair metal. You can hear a little bit of that in between Guns N' Roses rock era. But they're not really any of those things by themselves. They're a really interesting, interesting collaboration. Now, they have the look of hair metal. If you look at their band members, they <laughs> look like straight hair metal. It looks sick. Yeah. They, 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 they're, they're, pure-blooded rock and rollers yeah i think i think they look like they're just the way the band looks i think they look very much like some of those old southern rock bands with you know just their aesthetics oh yeah yeah they and 
it's uh when I was looking them up, it's not much information on them, but it is cool that um there's two brothers. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is also a, another thing you see a lot, you know, with yeah. like Southern Rock bands from a long time ago, like Dick right. Leonard Skinner, the Almond Brothers, kind of stuff like that. Yep. Doobie Brothers. <laughs> the Doobie Brothers yeah. smoking doobies. You know, it wasn't until like a year ago that I learned where Leonard Skinner got their name from. Um, really? Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if you know. I'm sure you know, but it's it came from a gym tank, a gym teacher that told him they weren't going to be shit. And his name was like Leonard. It's it's like one or two letters off Leonard Skinner. And that's oh, right. who they named them. Yeah. I, I thought that was the craziest. Thing. I didn't even know that. For the longest that's funny. Time. I remember yeah. reading that at some point, but I had forgotten how who the person was. That's funny. It was a gym teacher. Yeah, <laughs> that's petty. And I like yeah. that. Yeah, they, they told me he, they were, he was. None of them were going to be shit. And, you know, they <laughs> slightly modified his name. But, yeah. So, one thing uh, I wanted to, uh, I brought up, as you two can see, and, you know, obviously the audience can't, but I shared my screen so you guys can <coughs> listen to this. My probably one of my favorite songs on the album was Sunday Drunk. And, mm. but I kept thinking for days, what does that lead guitar line sound like to me? And it sounded very familiar. And this is what theirs sounds like. So that's them, Dirty Roses, Sunday Drunk, Lee Guard. Lee it Guitar does line. sound very, yeah. And then I was familiar. like, it's a John Party song. I know, I know that lead guitar line. It sounds very familiar. Then I finally found it. Lucky Tonight by John Party. And like, so this stuff happens in music all the time. I'm like, I'm not sitting here saying there's anything salacious going on. I just was like, that sounds very familiar. And it was, so it immediately, you know, I liked it because I like that lead guitar line for Lucky Tonight. I like the lyricism of, of uh, Sunday Drunk better than Lucky Tonight because Lucky Tonight is just a song about trying to get lucky. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, I was like for days I've been like racking my brain and it finally hit me earlier today. I was like, I want to play it for you guys, but like, it, it sounds very similar. And I was like, it instantly felt familiar. I kind of like the dirty roses one a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. I was it's thinking, more interesting. Wasn't, it yeah, more that's what I was saying. It's like, it's not, I don't know when you listen to theirs and you listen to John parties, John parties just sounds overproduced in, in comparison. It, it sounds a little a, slicker because I mean he's a mainstream country artist. But yeah, but I wouldn't have yeah. picked that. I wouldn't have picked it up if you if we hadn't played them side by side. You know, right. you felt like that the way I felt like uh, on Hardy's album, trying to figure out all of the new metal and classic um, <clears throat> and nineties rock riffs. They stole. yeah, <laughs> it's like damn, it, I know this one. I know this one. Um, Andy, Black Magic Lady sounds like a catchphrase. You would say. Uh, yeah, pretty likely, but it's probably just maybe because Black Magic Woman. Maybe I don't know. It just reminds me I of probably, just you know you went on a date with a girl and you're like she has Black Magic. <laughs> that's, just, <laughs> oh, that's all I could imagine is you Andy could, saying that. Yeah, I, I could like, see me getting really drunk and coming back and saying that. Yeah, so I was like, damn, that sounds like an Andy ass saying. <laughs> I can see that. I give you that. Sunday Drunk was actually one of my least favorite songs on the album. Really? Yeah, actually, yeah. same. See, I love that song. I think I I like what the song's about, and then, like I said, I think the familiarity of the guitar line and it kind of like 
call my ear. But I like what that song's about in general. Like, um, it, it's it, it just I don't know the the familiarity of the guitar line hooked me in, and then the the song just sitting there talking about how, um, like within the chorus is what I kind of what I'm trying to pull up right now. So it's, it's like where I can't help but wonder what might have been. Maybe I'll just get a little lonely every now and then, but maybe you could learn to love me for what I am, or maybe happily ever after always comes to an end. It's the the dour outlook. Like there's a little kernel of optimism within the song, but ultimately you come back to the same conclusion that, you know, I, maybe this shit just isn't going to work out. I tend to like music about that stuff. So I think that's, it kind of sold me on that. What was uh, some of y'all's What was y'all's favorite? Black Magic Lady's my favorite. I think the, that the song's way, about drugs. The way that song ends, where he does, where it gets to the uh, I'm about to go off, and then they pause and do the you part. That done. That's sick. I like that's, that. That's my favorite. That song sounds fantastic. I it's, love. I it's so good. I love. Yeah, I love some Black Magic Lady. I really like Holy Roller. Really, that's too. my least favorite song on the album. I knew Logan wasn't gonna like it, but when Logan said when you said that, you're like, I I was like, I, so I skipped it first and listened to it last. And, I, and when I listened, to it, I was like, I got a feeling me and Kyle are gonna like this one quite a bit. I like I the way it sounds. I just think that it's out of place on this project. I think it, I don't think the song by itself in a vacuum is bad. I just think that it doesn't fit the rest of the album because like thematically, and I think I get, that's I, that's my issue with it. The reason I like it, I get hardcore Alter Bridge vibes from this song. Yeah, it does. I would. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked that up, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I get, and I love Alter Bridge. Phenomenal band. Yeah, I mean, but it's like I said, I don't think the song's bad. Like I was listening no, to it yeah. earlier today, and I think on shuffle, it's fine. But listening to it as a as an album, as a as a cohesive project, I just think it's the outlier thematically. I don't think that it it fits the rest of the album. I'm very much a back half. The back half is definitely my favorite. Yeah, Good I do like on. Yeah, the last three, the last four. Oh, the last four. You'd be good life, Black Magic Lady, Highway, My Home, and Hell of a Note. I the loved good. everything Sunday. Sunday drunk through Hell of a Note. So I'm like, I'm probably not a good person to ask on that one. Kyle, what about you? Oh, Good Life slaps. They uh, yes. the opening guitar riff in the the not really a riff, but the little. So, mini solo on that just hooks you from the get go. You're like, "Yep, I'm, I'm down with this." I mean, there, there's no fat really on any no. of these songs. It's a, it's, it's lean. Like Highway, my home's got a very good lyrical content to sound mix. That that that's one of those just spot on. Same for Hell of a Note that. too. Really, well, that's the one I wanted to bring up too because. It, with a lot of southern rock southern rock bands in the past, they tend to have one to two songs on a record. So normally, like southern rock is pretty rocking, right? But they have one to two songs that are a little bit more subdued, a little bit more acoustic, leans a little bit more into like a countryer sound. Like one of my favorite Leonard Skinner songs from the real Leonard Skinner pre uh, plane crash was "All I Can Do Is Write About It." That was one of the more subdued, acoustic, more country moments on that uh, project they released back then. This is kind of in that vein. It's a lot of rocking songs. And then you end it uh, with hell of a note that is definitely more, more stripped back. 
Yeah. That song's sad. And I like yeah. it sad. That's right. That's down my alley. So Andy, you and I were talking about Kyle. What are your th- what are your uh, t- what is your take on this? Because Andy and I think that's a song about suicide. I would probably tend to agree. Just because the buildup of you know <clears throat> talking about temptations on the road, sleeping with women that isn't his wife, getting home, and then. Uh, just knowing that he, the web of lies he's weaved and talking about looking in the mirror with that hollow stare, not recognizing yourself. And then it says, uh, poured his heart out onto that sheet of paper and it left a hell of a note, but he's at the end of, at the end of his rope. And I just was like, I think it's a arguably one of the better written songs on the album. I would, I would agree. And at the end too, I can't remember exactly how he said it, but it was, uh, something about putting, the pieces of me back together and something about like that hollow stare too. That was just, yeah, the way it's written is so good. It, it's, I love the, the line too, where it's the, uh, we were young and talking old. I love the way that said, yeah. the way that's worded is. And with that part, he was talking about how like, uh, he referenced the stove in the kitchen that they bought when they were young and talking old. Um, like you said that the way that's phrased, but also paints the imagery of, being something that he sees in the house that takes him back to a different time before he had done all these things that were bad before he had ruined yeah, the relationship. It, uh, who could love you better than the man that I used to be? That might not be exact. That's, yeah, that's pretty much what he says. It's pretty close. Yeah. 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 This was a killer song. Well, I, I, that was a bad choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> that was not intended. It was a bad choice of words. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a yeah i I liked how too it's not clear what which whether he does or doesn't yeah because it took me multiple listens to come to that conclusion and i still could be wrong but yeah i was was somewhere between either a suicide note or he just leaves but the only thing that i think could somewhat be a hint i'm not sure on this could just be reading too much into it is that it's typically a goodbye letter and a suicide Mm -hmm. note yeah. And and see like the the note being like the goodbye letter, but like the choice of phrase at the end of the chorus being the end of my rope. Like yeah, that that can be figurative, right? But it also could be literally like he writes the note because he realizes what he's done and he can't deal with it. So he's at the end of his rope literally and here's his goodbye note where he poured his heart onto the page. This is one of my favorite things in music. It's like this exact thing. Because it's not clear. It's up for interpretation. And the saddest part is it's the least played song on the the EP. Yeah. It's definitely got a different sound to it. For sure. But it's fitting. It's very fitting. I like how it ends the... I like how it kind of ends the project on a cliffhanger, too. Because we're debating it right now, right? And then Volume 2 is presumably going to be coming out in the next... Uh, probably a year or two, and it was certainly stuck there for a reason. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It was a good, it was a good EP closer. Yes, yeah, yeah. All right, so well, let's do. Uh, let's go around the table. Do top three songs on the project. Start at three, go to one. Uh, Andy, if you want to kick it off. Ooh, let's do. I'm gonna go with "Good Life," "Hell of a Note," and "Black Magic Lady." All right, Kyle. 
so I'm gonna go with a uh, good life holy roller and hell of a note. Oh, excuse me, not actually, I'm gonna knock hell of a note off and go black magic lady. It's three. So I'm gonna go hell of a note, Sunday drunk, and um, probably highway in my home. That one easily could have made mine. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, it's not really I'm a, bad, with them, a wrong list. I'm very impressed with them. I'm I'm with you on that. There's not a lot of uh info out on them, so they're they're about to blow up, I feel like. Cocaine yeah. and whiskey was my jam. I love that <laughs> song. I love the way that song is every the way that song is written. The story it tells is awesome. It and the sound of it is awesome. I love that song. Well, on that same album, Molly Slaps, bro. Yeah, that song. I don't know that I heard that one until you brought it up and I played it. That song really good. Song too. goes hard, bro. Yeah, it's a very good song. I spent half the time listening to the songs that weren't even on the EP that we were supposed to be listening to. And I was like, oh shit! <laughs> I was <laughs> oh, like, shit. wait a minute. <laughs> oh shit! Got sidetracked. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I was very impressed with this project too. I know they've opened for the Steelwoods recently, and then I've oh that heard would from be good. Yeah, a great concert. I know, right? Um, and I, I've heard from people that have seen them live that have said that they just have this kind of like sense to them that when you see them on stage, they feel like they're going to be a headliner. And I, I think that I'm excited to see what's going to come from these guys down the line. But I definitely like check it. Them. Same here. I'll have to look and see where, uh, what their tour schedule looks like. Hopefully we can be able to get to see him at some point but uh but yeah if you look in the description of this podcast there's a link that says click here to leave us a voicemail let us know what you think about them dirty roses and in particular let us know what you think about lost in the valley of hate and love volume one um uh we were fans of this record recommend it check them out stream their music buy their music go see a show um Mm -hmm. check out Mm -hmm. the website country and coldcans.com for blog content and a shop t-shirts hats koozies what have you it's all available there country and coldcans.com slash shop uh and be sure to give us five stars Great review wherever you get your podcast. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Stitcher, all available there. Uh, for this episode of Country and Cold Cans, episode 101, I'm Logan, Sydney of Trucker Andy and Kyle. See you next time. Take care.